from New York, it's Assless Engineer. Hey everybody, thanks for your patience. We had an exciting uh, show and tell, but now we're ready to do Ask Engineer, our live show that we do every Wednesday night at around 8 p.m. It's me, Lady Ada, with me is Mr. Lady Ada. We got an exciting show for you now. We're gonna jump right in. What's on tonight's show? We got a lot of stuff going on tonight. Code is Unicode. 10% the code off. Yeah. is Unicode. The code is Unicode. 10% off in the Native Store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, and it's 10% off everything except for gift certificates, Adabox, and Code Academy. Show and tell. People around the world showing and sharing their projects. Lady Ada will talk about who's on the show and tell them more. Make Code. We have our Make Code Minute and some odds and ends. Lots of things going on in the world of Make Code, including Make Code Arcade. We got Python on hardware. Tons of news this week. Some 3D printing videos. Some made in New York City factory footage of all the things we make and the people here who make them native fruit in New York City. Get some new products. We'll answer your questions. We do that on Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord. Join us, all 12,000 of us, almost 13,000. Um, we got a little bit of top secret. Do that at the end. Do a trivia question where we give away something, all that and more on you guessed it. Dun dun dun. Ask an engineer. Boy, it's exciting. Okay, so uh, real quick pay some bills There's code. because um, we do things like 401ks and paid time off and paid days off for charity and all. we do all sorts of things for our team so when you buy something that's what it's for that's where it goes and you save a few bucks on your orders Lady Ada we um, give away stuff when people check out of the store we do we give away not only is there a code but there's free stuff 10% off just about everything in the store that's yeah. physical and also we give away free stuff on your order. $99 or more, you'll get a free half-size Permaproto. It's uh, that white white thing over there. It's about the size and shape of a half-size Sawdolls breadboard. Take your project, solder it under the Permaproto to make it a permanent prototype. $149 or more, you'll get one of a wide range of different iron-on patches and badges. You do not have to take a Polaroid photo and mail it in uh, in order to get this badge. We'll give it to you free when you place an order with $149 or more. And there's a range of badges. If you make an account, we'll get you a different badge each order. If you're a guest, we'll just send you a random one. Um, all sorts of cool hacking robotics badges. You can see the, some of the assortment up there, from LEDs to Tesla coils, from BeagleBone to Adabot. $199 or more, you'll get a free UPS ground shipping in the continental United States. It's the lower 48. Uh, it's trackable insured shipping, so it'll get there when it says it gets there. $299 or more, you'll get 
a free circuit playground express or premiere all in one learn to code hack make and do physical computing with circuit playground express you can learn make code uh make code um circuit python arduino um maker blocks uh teeny go like micro lisp all sorts of cool stuff and it has all the leds and sensors built in to get your project going so it's uh, perfect for your first or just fast project uh, microcontroller board. Okay. For shipping, we have UPS Ground do that for the United States. Recommended. If you want to wait a little bit longer, that's okay, you can. Pay a little bit less, Coastal Service is Coastal. a good option. And then DHL International. Perfect for international. For same day service, if you're in New York City and check out before 11 a.m., if it's a zip code that we can get it to you same day, you will see that on checkout. Okay, we got a full house on show and tell this week, Lady Ida. Who was on the show and tell? I'll zip through it because there were a lot. What projects edition? Of people, Erin came by and showed off her UV parasol project and her uh, easy LED necklace project. We'll show the UV video later. Uh, it looks awesome, and she's gonna get some cool selfies. JP's doing some more games hacking now with the uh, Pi Badge and Pi Gamer. He's remaking, remake coding, Arkanoid. So a breakout game, but he's, he's getting the graphics to look just like Arkanoid. It looks so cool. And um, he also cribbed some code to do um, like ball angling from Alex on the MakeCode forum. So this is a, a cool uh, demonstration of how sharing code uh, makes better games. Noam Pedro had a bunch of stuff to show off. They had a Pi Gamer case, including one with a crank, and also a 3D scanner project that they're working on with a unicorn and a Raspberry Pi and Cricket hat. So that... Those are some coming soon projects. They got some big builds coming down the pike. Chris Young just tried Teen USB and he loves it. He's so happy. He said he could have used it a year ago, but we didn't have it a year ago. We have it today. Uh, we'll talk about that, uh, what Teen USB is soon. But he's updated his talking clock with MP3 playback uh, to now drag and drop files. And um, he's kind of like learning how to use Teen USB, but so far it's working a little bit and he's going to improve it and uh, maybe send some pull requests or open up some issues on how to get mp3 decoding while the file system is being accessed also his mom got a maximum score on uh, breakout for the atari 2600 and she took a polaroid to prove that she got the max score yeah, like he actually he, breaks the game he was saying this is a long time ago when it when they when this came out yeah and so this you, is you, how you could play this. through and then you'd play through again and eventually you know you do reach like some like rollover point where there's no more game and it yeah. freezes uh, and she took a, a Polaroid of it. And, uh, That's how they used to verify scores in old yeah. retro games. You'd take a photo of it. No, it's like with screenshots. With, a, with, a, with film. It's okay. kind of cool. Yeah. You can imagine how many cool Polaroids there are. Uh, JP also said he, he had a Polaroid of Defender. Um, Richard A. came by and showed off the dollhouse for the computer museum, the smart home that they use for teaching workshops. It's got microbit power and a cricket to do all the robotics and LEDs and um, motor control and stuff. And uh, it's, it's got, he, he's teaching problem solving for people. So not only do they get to build out this um, dollhouse to learn how to do IoT, but also, uh, you know, they have one example of one of the kids in the house is deaf. So when there's a fire alarm, it has to, um, you know, detect when like the door is opened and it turns on a light. So that's how, you know, you would, you think how to do accessibility technology and problem solving for people's needs in their homes. Um, so that's kind of cool. Check out the Computer Museum for one of their workshops if you want to attend. JMK uh, had a friend with a car and uh, wanted some help to install Android Auto, which is a Raspberry Pi uh, capacitive touch, like smart screen control. 
and JMK showed off. Uh, and yeah, it pairs with an Android phone. It will like alert you, and you can like you know it just like phone handoff stuff. Um, all with Raspberry Pi. Never seen it before, but it looks like using the seven-inch cap touch screen. It looks great. You can do maps too. Jeff had a disc camera from Disney, so everyone's talking about old cameras today. Uh, but he wanted to remake it because like nobody has this. Like, it's like a CD disc. I guess it was a writable CD disc. So he remade it with a. Yeah, this was the Kodak disc, and it took photos it was film but it just the the format was it It wasn't a cd it was film that came in a disc oh it looked like a cd-rom drive yeah. they reused the mechanics for it yeah I, you can look up the kodak disc okay camera. this yeah. i didn't i've i did not live in florida um no, but he rebuilt it <laughs> well because he said it was for epcot they give him away yeah. um but he remade it with a raspberry pi zero and a camera and took yeah, some photos so it was disc film and it was on a circle and it would move it instead of on a roll I guess whatever you can patent, right? Yeah. I don't know if it was a patent. They definitely patented it. Are you kidding? I don't know. Uh, Coding Pro. I guess you don't have to, like, wind it. Yeah, it would just, it would just go around in a circle instead of being on Yeah. Coding Pro uh, got his AdaBox Pi Portal and is building stuff. Uh, it's never too late to build your AdaBox project. And since he's got ChannelBot, he made a ChannelBot display that tells him how many servers are using ChannelBot up to 1911. And also showed off, uh, he's got a Patreon if you want to support ChannelBot. And also, uh, he has a stats page on GitHub. So that's cool. Or JitHub, as the cool people say it. And then uh, Bill Binko's on a phone, but I want to show a non-AT project. He has a friend who does dog crafting, and he's making a doll head spinner box that will spin four heads that look like Kiss dolls. But they're like baby dolls, but they're painted like Kiss. And they're going to spin around. It's, it could be either an adorable keepsake or an um, amazing uh, Halloween scare. I don't know. Either way. Yeah. And that was what we had show and tell. All participants on the show and tell get an As Seen on the Show and Tell sticker. Just email supportedatafruit.com. We'll send you a sticker. Or if I um, asked you to email me to post your project or send you a digital version, do that too. If you're a kid, just have your parent heads up. Say, hey, I'm emailing people like entity they can email us too that's, that's fine. fine part of our Adafruit live series of shows we've got a few things going on tomorrow JP's show is at 4pm eastern time Cal Parks Workshop um, going to be showing off some stuff first up um, let's show a preview of this game he's working on the Pi Gamer ooh If you want to learn how to make all these things, yeah, you can, it looks like fun, right? Make you, your own game. You can watch GP show, and here is the latest Make Code Minute.
I'd like to look at in Arcade is creating music for uh, your Pi Gamer or Pi Badge using Make Code Arcade. And what I've got here, you can see I've got my Pi Gamer with a little uh, custom screen I made that looks like a keyboard. When I move the uh, D-pad or joystick in different directions, I'm going to play different little arpeggios. And here's one I got on the button. Okay, and so the reason I'm doing this is that it's a really nice way of mimicking some of the earlier game systems that couldn't play polyphony, which is multiple notes at once. And so instead of playing and holding a chord, what you would do is play notes rapidly in an arpeggio. It's like a broken chord uh, so that you get the feel of the chord, but you're only playing a single note at once. And so the way I'm doing this inside of make code, so I've got uh, actually a function for each note, so C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C. And the reason I'm doing this is a little more complicated than, than the usual playback is I also want to do these graphics. So if we pop up the image there, you can see that we're playing uh, the notes and we're also playing the, the uh, piano keys by popping up different graphics. Uh, and then I've created my functions to call all those notes to create a major scale. And then here's all that's happening when I hit these uh, buttons. When I press the up button, I'm setting my tempo because I actually wanted to change these uh, per uh, function that I'm calling. And then I'm simply calling the F, A, C, and then no note, which I'm using just to turn off the graphic. And so I've got uh, this, these, these triads for uh, a C chord, a D, and so on, so you can play these uh, just by pressing buttons. And then I also created that arpeggio that um, a lot of people know from Stranger Things, which is what happens when I press the A button. So uh, if we go back to this here, you can hear them again. And so that's a simple way that you can create arpeggios inside of Make Code Arcade and then play them in the browser or on your Pi Gamer or Pi Badge hardware. So once again, tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, GP's workshop, you'll Make it okay. see all these things and then some. And what's neat is he's starting to go through the classics retro video games and then not just here's what it looks like, but here's how to think about what it does so you can make your own video games. Yes, That's remake cool. code the classics. Remake code the classics. As you as you've dubbed it. All right. There is a lot of Python on hardware going on. There's so much. So much so we're gonna have a day. Ooh. A day devoted to it soon. Eight eight. Eight eight two thousand nineteen is Circuit Python Day. The most snake day. We'll have it's the snakiest day snakiest. that look like snakes. Uh, so we'll have that going on. Um, the Code Academy, Code Academy, Circuit Python course is still rocking along. There's lots of people using it. So go to Code Academy and check it out if you know someone who wants to learn Python or electronics, CircuitPython is a good way to do that. This is kind of big news, I think. Um, there's a plugin for the Atom Editor that gets code from CircuitPython devices right into your editor window. So if you like using the Atom Editor, you'll like this. And if you like CircuitPython, all these things are combined. Yes, there's more um, Atom and VS Code plugins coming. People love yeah making them work great with CircuitPython. Middle school students make teacher escape rooms at CircuitPython. Daniel in the Discord chat uh, told us about his middle school students who made an escape room. It was just really a number of puzzles based on the Adafruit Circuit 
Playground Express board, and they did an awesome job of coming up with puzzles and more. They used Circuit Playground, and they used Circuit Python. So altogether, they had 14 students, 10 puzzle projects, and it was a lot of fun. That's cool. If you're thinking about making a board and you're like, boy, I'd really like to make a custom board and include I Circuit Python, that. there is now a guide. It's on Hackster.io. They show you how to do it. It's pretty easy. We have over 60 boards right now. I'll talk about that. Can't be that hard. Minutes. People yeah. have been sending them every week. In the latest issue of Hackspace Magazine, Sophie Wong has a laser-cut NeoPixel necklace, of course, made with Circuit Python. You can learn how to make the physical bits and then the software bits. Feather format takes flight with the SparkFun Thing Plus. There is another SparkFun board. There's two interesting things about this right now. There's other things that are interesting later, but right now, because we're talking about Python hardware, it's uh, one, it runs CircuitPython. Yeah. That's interesting. Two, this is a Feather format. And it's a 7051, Adafruit Feather format, and all these things in mind, and seeing SparkFun do it is a really good thing for not only their customers, our customers, but everybody out there. Go Feather, go CircuitPython. Congratulations, SparkFun, on yet another board that is Feather compatible and runs CircuitPython. Yes. IoT Makers CircuitPython Workshop in Israel, they did a video and uh, they posted it up, so I wanted to play it. This was their workshop all about IoT and CircuitPython. Other things going on. Lady Ada, your Windows 10 user now. I am now because yeah. my Windows 7 machine died. Yeah, <laughs> so this is big news. There's Python on Windows 10. Um, the Windows team announced in May that the update for Windows 10 um, has a bunch of stuff. And from the Python team, you can easily install Python on Windows, and then you get python.exe as a default on Windows. That is cool. It's going to be millions of people using Python. Python 3. Yeah, Python Please. 3. <laughs> um, one of my favorite newsletters is Python Weekly, and they mentioned CircuitPython. Oh, look in at the, this. In the interesting, newsletter love. interesting projects, tools, and libraries. CircuitPython, a Python implementation for teaching coding with microcontrollers. That's us. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, yeah. Um, AQO is an air quality object that beautifully and passively displays the level of carbon dioxide in the air. It's on GitHub, and it uses CircuitPython. This is the Cricut all-in-one board. This is a project that we actually did here to help te uh, test our Cricut board with MakeCode and yep. CircuitPython and stuff. But everything, everything. it, it kind of does everything. It has buttons and capacitive touch and LEDs and motors and steppers and solenoids. So it's a really good in uh, servos. So it's really good for testing every little part of a Cricut board. And it's also a good way to teach people robotics because you can then see the difference between a stepper, a servo, and a motor. It's hard to understand until you actually see them uh, moving in real life. Circuit Playground takes the cake. Takes the cake. Um, it was a cakewalk. Uh, at the Reading Public Library, Girls Who Code Final Celebration, a Circuit Playground Express cake was made since it was used a lot to teach in the club. It, it is actually one of the most cake-like boards. The girls made a trivia game, a RoboCat Creed from the Office quote machine and a magic wand, and they made and ate this cake. 
Yum. Yum. Okay, if you have a bunch of boards and you want to have them work with the Quick Connect system, you can check out the Quick Kit, turn something like an Adafruit Trinket M0 at Circuit Python into something that can work with the Quick Connect. The German version of Make has an entire feature article series on MicroPython. See all the MicroPython. That's all the feather boards. Yeah. And, and then I guess you plug into the feather wing and you can, yeah, you can just draw That's right. from MicroPython. Okay. Next up. Um, the TI Texas Instruments Premium CE calculator runs Circuit Python, has a little TI Python module. But someone's like, I'm going to take this part and I'm going to do other stuff with it. They uh, got the ESP8266 inside the TI83 module, and now they're running MicroPython. So it's Python, 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 MicroPython, Circuit Python, like Python, Python. This is like Python's eating their Python. own tails. Okay. This is um, a Snack Family portrait. Um, Keith is working on this um, language. Python-like. Python-like. It's, it's like it's, interpreted. Yeah, it's but a Python-like it's, it's language for hardware. full Python. But it runs on really old Arduino hardware. So the like Uno. Our, so our stuff is more on the, the left-hand side of your screen, more the advanced things, but then there's like 32U4 stuff if you want to run a Python-like language. You can do you it. You can do that. Okay. Um, the play date was making the rounds, and someone figured out that it was this STM something, something, something. So it looks like we'll be able to get Python, MicroPython yes. on Yes. STM32F7. They started with the F4, but I guess they switched over to the F7, but yeah. that's good news for people who want to run MicroPython on it because they'll be able to blow away the firmware. Yep. And you basically get this beautiful screen yeah. and the board, and I'm sure there's some sort of storage on it. And we'll talk about putting a crank on your devices shortly. Okay, this is the built-in hardware um, recognition system for the NVIDIA Jetson. Use Python 3.6, OpenCV, uh, I think it's DIB. DLib? Yeah. DIB? I don't know. DLib? So, so you, Face can, recognition you can start doing that right away. Um, this is kind of cool. Wolfram um, Engine is now, quote, free for developers, and it works with Python. You can check out all the things you can do with it. There's some Made with Moo this week. So if you want to check out Code with dot Moo code is, is the site. And then yes. Made with dot Moo is where you download application. I trust you. This is friend of Moo, community hero, tour member, Python core developer, and program extraordinaire. Um, Kushel Das. Kushel Das blogged about the front. Is having what Adafruit Circuit Playground Express board, Circuit Python, and Moo, and you can see the colorful adventures and more. This is some cool code and some cool projects. It looks fun. I think that's from PyCon. It's one of the red yeah. DigiKey Python boards. We released a guide using MicroBit and Cricut with MicroPython. We have some events. We're trying to collect all of these because a lot of them have hardware things going on. So this is a Circuit Playground workshop, electronics and coding. It's uh, Sunday, June 1st, coming up at the Future Works Makerspace in Brooklyn Army Terminal. Check it out on Eventbrite for in the area. There is Pylundium. It's back in 2019. It is June 14th, 15th, and 16th, and there is some hardware sessions, I believe, check out. And you can also propose some, I believe. Still, there's time. EuroPython, July 8th through the 14th. Again, more places where there'll be some Python on hardware. This is the Open Source Summit. They combine two conferences in one. It's August 21st through 23rd. 
Then, September 13th to 17th, PyCon UK. You know you'll see lots of Python on over there. Microbit Live 2019. This will be later on in the year, October 4th and 5th. More Python on our We did some updates to circuitpython.org. We were up to just about 60 boards. So we added um, the RoboHat, RoboHat MM1 USB, yeah. by Robotic Masters. We added a new board from the Escronobot. Electronic Cats. Yep. Looks and a there's a USB board. hub from programmable, uh, sorry, capable robot components, programmable USB hub. This runs CircuitPython. And then, of course, we added our own PyGamer. So that's uh, everything in the world of Python on hardware this week. There's a lot. I know. So much. Okay. Every so, week. Um, open source hardware time. It's us. The we're, open source hardware company. We're an open source hardware company. You know how why? You know why? Because I have 1,200 repos. No, because there's some guy who says you're not open source enough. Your oh, license true. is not good enough. No. Um, but that's how you know. That's um, how you know. Uh, it's one of the dial tones of the internet. Um, so the kids don't know what dial tones are anymore. No. Where probably would you? Not. Yeah. Probably not. I think you, you you probably don't know what a floppy drive is, but you know you know the save icon. Yeah. I think there's like there's a little bit of that. Yeah. There's not carbon copy, but people CC, but I don't know if they know it's carbon copy. Carbon copy. It's like I CC a blind carbon no one, copy. No, no one says I'm carbon copying someone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so we have some open source news, um, and this one is involving Arduino. So we have two videos that we're going to show. Yes. The first one's just kind of fun. This is, we made our own play date. Yes. You know, that little device. And past us, we'll, so we made two little videos. So we're going to show one after the other. The first one's play date. We made an a animated GIF player with Arduino. And yes. You can, you can turn a crank. Yes. So any of our game playing devices, you can now turn into a play date. Exactly. Shipping now. Shipping now. And then the other thing, which is big deal, big deal, is we added essentially a file system to Arduino. So now you can drag and drop files instead of opening up an IDE. So yeah. you know you like CircuitPython a lot for that reason. Now you can start to do some of that stuff in Arduino. So we're going to just play these videos back to back because one's two minutes and the other one is like three minutes. So we're going to play them one after the other and just watch them. Gather around all the family for the Arduino file system one. Yes. That's a big deal. Yeah. First one is just kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Well, prankster. Okay, Lady Ada, we have a uh, little mini demo to do. Yes. So, Happy Tuesday, everybody. So, yeah, we're here. It's Tuesday, and we saw this thing online. Um, a lot of people saw it, and they're like, I oh had a lot God. of emails. Did you see that? They're like, oh, my God, did you see this? It's Playdate, and uh, it has a crank. And so we signed up, and we looked at what dev board it uses. It uses, like, an STM, something, something, It's 32FX series, or maybe it's a Teensy. I saw Teensy in one of their photos, too. Yeah, and some people think the crank... Um, charges it it doesn't it uses it for games yeah and we thought well cool we have uh pi badge pi gamer pi gamer our open source hardware gaming platform that yeah, we're shipping now that, that we have so we signed up for this but we also thought well we could probably make something that uses a crank hey what's what's open source hardware if you're not gluing <laughs> things together yeah. with tape and uh, so bubble gum. So let's show it off. This is uh, the Pi Gamer. Yeah. With a with a crank. Dun dun. dun. Okay. <laughs> and we have a little we crank. Have, we have a little, yeah, a little pi, a play date on there. So what yes. happens when you turn the crank? This is the gift player code. So I have a little animated gift player for Arduino. So and you put it, any animated gift. Yeah, on there. you drag and drop gifts onto it. It plays them, and it's kind of just fun. You can just okay. play gifts. But now I have it set up so it reads the crank. And that tells you whether to play forward or backwards. This is a GIF of it rotating, 
like that, but then yeah. you know maybe you want to control which direction. And maybe I'll make another version that has this whole thing as a GIF, and when you when you turn the, the when you GIF. turn the crank, yeah. it, it turns the GIF crank. That's very meta. It's it's Inception. And then I'll turn right. it over. We just put okay. this together in like five minutes, and you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Um, just put it onto a rotary encoder. Oh, and if there's multiple gifts, you press this to select a new. Oh, gift. you press it in. That's cool. Yeah, no, that yeah, that's how you select between gifts. But well, you only have one loaded on here for the okay. demo. And then it's just wired up to the feather headers, and uh, you just you know run some Arduino code for uh, rotary encoders, and and Bob's your uncle. So for the people who are watching this, the code is available in the description on the video, and you can make one of these right now. It's called cranky gifts. Cranky gifts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you don't want to wait, cranky. if you don't want to wait around for a play date, you can um, go ahead and start making your own stuff. Start cranking right now. That's cute. Okay, Lita, we have another demo we're doing today. This is actually one of the most interesting demos we've ever done. I'm going to do something that's never been done before with Arduino, which is have the Arduino board show up as a disk drive on a computer that you can drag files onto, like SD or QSpy Flash, and then. Arduino can do something with it. So we did this with CircuitPython. Yeah. And once people got used to it, they're like, oh, just drag and drop files. Wave and files, it, font it files. It automatically restarts. All images, these things. Yeah, it made videos. It, it made it behave like a USB drive, but also made it very easy to do lots of iterations. You don't have to open up an IDE. And one of you the, don't have to like, take out your SD card, put it in the drawer, yeah, yeah. put it back. You can and drag and drop. One of the things that we know is really hard, if someone wants to put animated GIFs on a device, or config file with Wi-Fi settings. Or whatever they want to just normally, normally they would just drag the stuff over in some yep. way. They would just drop it on there. But you couldn't do that with Arduino. But, but now, now you can. You can. All right, Thanks so to TAC and his amazing teeny USB work for our USB stack. Right. So what do we got here? So this is my demo. It's a Pi badge. Um, this yeah. is our badge. It's a SAMD51 and it has native USB, so you get the USB connector. And the gift player looks on the internal QSPY storage. Yeah. It'll chip on the back. 8 megabytes or 2 megabytes of, of SPI storage. And right now it's saying no GIF files found, so put some on. So this is basically an Arduino with a screen. This is just Arduino. Just an Arduino. Arduino code. Okay. And it's saying, hey, you know, right. I, there's no files available for me to play. So I have the desktop here. Yep. And I have three GIFs, and this is the Arduino drive right yes. now. Yes, it's called CircuitPy because that's what, that's what we call it right the name of the drive, but it's a disk drive. But there's no GIFs in here. Open up the new gifts. So why don't you drag some gifts in? All three? Yeah, put them all in. I'm gonna put all three. You got in. some Yancats, got some Badger Badger. Okay, so these are transferring over. Yeah, and you can see it's pretty fast. Um, okay, they're on. It took only it was about four hundred kilobytes total and took about four seconds. It's not too bad. So now I press A. And there you go. It's playing the gifts. And I can cycle through them. What if I delete one of these off here? Um it might either skip it or if it's in the middle of one, it'll be very sad. I'm gonna I'm gonna delete the Spock one. Delete the Spock one. Sorry, Spock. So okay. now when it cycles through the gifts, it doesn't oh. play the Spock one. It just plays the two. Okay, so this is a live. This is the first time I think there's ever been drag and drop files on Arduino. Never happened before. Okay. Now available in the Adafruit uh, SAMD. Um, board support library for SAMD21 and SAMD51 boards. You can use it with QSPY or SD cards. So you can keep the SD card inserted in yeah. and then uh, just drag and drop files and just select Teeny USB and check out our Teeny USB library for the example code. You just have to tell Teeny USB how to 
um, read and write uh, 512k block sectors because that's what it, basically how it, it, it you have a callback you tell it how you want it to read and write data you can actually also use the internal memory you can use the internal memory of the chip so if you have like a really big one megabyte chip you can use that and drag files in now well, it's kind of unusual okay this is really interesting for a very small number of people who do coding and do Arduino stuff but for users this might make it very easy. You don't even need to open up the Arduino IDE to put things like animated GIFs or config files yep. or whatever you want to do Audio to and files, from a file fonts, system. Yeah. Images, that's, assets. That's a big deal. I think especially in we right now in TDUSB we support the NR52 840, so that also has the same capability. Okay. 70 21, 7051. And also when the ESP32 S2 comes out, which has USB. We'll add TeenUSB to support to that. Hopefully, Expressive will help out because they're going to be the USB stack experts. And then you'll have some, a chip with Wi-Fi, but also the USB disk drive exposed. So again, configuration. You don't have to do the whole thing where it's as access point, then you connect the access point. Instead, you plug it in, and you can have, as you see, like I have a config uh, JSON file yeah. on the uh, board there. And um, you can use that as just a plain JSON storage for any configuration, Wi-Fi, uh, certificates, you know, uh, enterprise connectivity, key storage, all that is exposed over the disk drive, so it's really easy to use. Okay. And that's my demo. All right, good work. Thanks, Spock. <laughs> Thanks, SwearTrek. Thanks, SwearTrek. And the Cat. It's true. Okay, so if you... Um, this is like, you know, world premiere, and we're showing this to a lot of people Just now. released. Just released. Fresh. So if, if, if you've done Arduino coding and you see this, you're like, oh my gosh, I, I wish that was there all this time. The best thing you can do is pay it forward. Don't let other people suffer through essentially restarting a computer to add an image. Like, that makes no, it never makes no, sense No, it's ridiculous. It's so hard. Why don't we reboot Windows? Because I, I, I want to put a text file here. Like, yeah. It's, it's, a weird, it's a weird thing that... Right now, as possible, Arduino can add it. Um, you could also use it on any of our boards, but this is something that yeah, everyone should should be able to. The number to use. one thing is um, try it out. Try grabbing our SAMD uh, board support package, which is now what is you know that's our, our the thing I've tested the most with. Although it should work with our F fifty two eight forty as well, um, and write examples. We have very bare bones examples, but if you have an example, a project, uh, submit it as a pull request. Or send us a link. I'd, I'd like to see other people use it, um, kind of bash it, you know, with a stick, and, and see how it goes. Because this has been something that I've wanted for you know a decade, ever since basically we had native USB on devices. I was like, wouldn't it be so cool if you could mm -hmm. have um, the files show up the disk drive and not have to take an SD card back and forth? So very exciting. And once we started essentially going full feet first into CircuitPython, it's hard to go back. It is, it, and this it, is one of the things I was like, oh man, I really missed that. It's hard that. to go back. <laughs> in fact, um, when you start using this, the, the next thing is just like, man, it'd be great just to toss a sketch over. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm just, I should probably just use Python. But this well, is- that's the UF2 bootloader, right? We yeah. started with, okay, and you can save and retrieve code over UF2. Yeah. Every computer has a disk drive capability. It's universal. Okay. Okay, moving right along. On the big board, we have 1,870 tutorials. What do we got? Oh, boy, we have a lot of guides. So let's start from the bottom. We have MakeCode Arcade Sparky Invaders. Uh, it says it's one of the first games JP has written in MakeCode Arcade. Um, he also wrote another guide this yeah. week, which is how to make your games uh, to the next level, more advanced. So, you know, I did this rough game where you're a box and you have to collect these parts. 
And JP took it to the next level. He added this background graphics and he added um, the little box animation. He did, he did like a splash screen and, and he goes to how to have like background music. So all the little details that, you know, you once you did your game logic, how do you make the game like, not that it isn't fun to play like a bare bones game, but how do you make it really fun? So those two games, uh, game guides are live this week from John Park. We have the easy LED jewel necklace. Again, a solderless project from Aaron on how to make a jewel necklace from any thrift store or costume jewelry uh, shine, even if you don't know how to solder or code. We have a guide from Mike Stone. He writes very deep technical articles like nothing you've ever seen. If you're, you want the details of how to choose an ADC, like really how to choose an ADC, not just pick the biggest number and order it, um, Mike Stone's guide is very detailed, talks about how ADCs work and what to look for and what you're paying for when you purchase an ADC. You got from uh, Brent, uh, the Pi Portal, IoT plant monitor with Microsoft Azure IoT and CircuitPython. This is a cool project. It's the demo project for this Azure library that he wrote. So if you want to use Microsoft Azure as the cloud backend for data capture, moving back and forth, they've got all sorts of things like device twinning and inputs and outputs. You had a library for CircuitPython you can use with the Pi Portal and Metro um, Airlift or maybe our new Airlift Featherwing. You can connect to Microsoft Azure and authenticate and uh, communicate with it if you like Adafruit.io but you want to go enterprise, uh, Azure is where it's at. Uh, we have some uh, security guides coming out from uh, Nemesis. She's a, 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 a security analyst and enthusiast and she uh, is working with us to get some good guides into um, people's uh, eyeballs so that they know how to protect their accounts. Um, we offer two-factor. She would have got about two-factor. Uh, we try to keep your uh, password requirements uh, not simple, not too complex, but nothing um, helps protect your account like a password manager. Keeps you from reusing passwords. Um, I love my password manager and uh, she wrote a great guide about uh, different password managers, what to look for and um, how to use them. And uh, you use one and I use one that makes me use longer passwords. We've got two guides from Katni, uh, and I helped out a little bit too. We have a guide for the Adafruit Pi Badge and Pi Badge LC. Um, listed a bit ago, but now we have a guide showing how to get started with Arduino and MakeCode Arcade. A little bit of CircuitPython as well. We'll have more CircuitPython guides for the Pi Badge. Uh, soon we're kind of doing some more. I mean, you can, we have a, a guide with the, the conference guide from Lisa, but uh, for gaming, that's coming soon. We also have a guide on the Pi Gamer, it's kind of the big sister to the Pi Badge. It's got uh, nicer controls, it's got a speaker and headphone jack and SD card. Again, uh, we have a guide that takes you through all the hardware, uh, how to set up CircuitPython, how to use it with MakeCode, and uh, some example code for using it with Arduino as well if you want to get that fast SAMD51 action. Along with that, um, if you'd like to play RG Boy games, I have an RG Boy, I played around with it, and uh, maybe you want to run some of these games on your Pi Gamer or Pi Badge. Um, I wrote a quick guide on how to uh, play RG Boy games. Pick up an RG Boy, of course, because it's, it's the cutest little game console on earth. Um, but it, once you do that, maybe you want to have your games also run on, on Arcada boards, like the Pi Gamer and Pi Badge. And Arcada is our Arduino uh, gaming interface library that kind of simplifies a lot of the gaming. So I just say Arcada, and then that means Pi Gamer, Pi Badge, and any future boards as well. Carter did a cool Pi Portal ISS tracker. The ISS apparently goes around the world every 90 minutes or so. So it actually has a, a trail and he takes, he gets the location and then uh, projects onto the Mercator map. And then 
uh, has a little trail that tells you where it's been and where it's going to be so you can know when the ISS is overhead and it updates every few minutes. Uh, so it's a cool IoT project in the space theme of our last Adabox, uh, very spacey. Um, Erin's got the UV personal hotspot. Uh, she has uh, lots of cool UV reactive clothing and she um, used our UV NeoPixel strips and um, the fluorescent um, uh, pigments and inks that we put in the, in the store, as well as some uh, costume stuff that she had kicking around. And then uh, last night we got from Melissa a really cool project that she built for PyCon and now uh, as a guide, it's how to make a Pi badge conference badge. And what it really shows off is the font capability of uh, CircuitPython and the Unicode capability of, of CircuitPython uh, 3, which CircuitPython is built on top of. You can do multiple languages. For example, this is a right to left uh, Hebrew font saying, hello, my name is Blinka. But you can also do uh, Russian or Greek or Cyrillic or uh, Greek fonts or Japanese fonts, like any font that you want. And you can also display the text the way, you know, the, the Unicode style that you want it to appear. Um, so you can do multi-language fonts. So a lot of badges, you know, they only have English, but now we have every language in the world. And she, has, she also shows how to change the hello my name is into your uh, language of choice as well. So it's our first uh, Pi badge project, but it's a badge. Yeah, and this is from uh, Maker Melissa, and I like this one because the idea is going to a conference and lots of people, lots of different backgrounds, lots of different languages. Shouldn't your high-tech technology badge be able to support that? Yes. None of them do, except for ours. So, That's right. Um, we also have a video from Aaron. Yes, let's so watch let's, the YouTube so video. Let's play that one, yeah. It's cool. City factory footage. Take it away. Take it away, machines. Factory.
Now this one I'm gonna do a little bit of an intro. So you know those like Festo YouTube videos or you see them on um, Twitter? Yeah, every like year two, it's, it's like, like a beautiful jellyfish or it's a butterfly. It's like a it's penguin. Like, and it's perfect silver orbs. It looks like something from a future, you know, one million years in the future, all yeah. humans get along and all we do is make like, you know, flying whales. It's totally, metal. it's totally like a, yeah. a, an alien from next generation. Well. But let's say you yeah. don't have like let me a couple show, hundred thousand dollars. Let me show you some of the rejected ones. Say hello to trash fish. <laughs> trash fish you can make yourself and you can have in your own factory. <laughs> yeah. Trash fish doesn't need no fancy office. No. Trash fish doesn't need world peace. It doesn't have like a five foot, five story tall atrium. Trash fish doesn't change your stock price. Trash fish is just here to show off your skills with tape, glue, and code. But you can build it yourself. You can make it yourself. Trash fish. Trash fish. Factory footage roundup without beautiful sunrise or sunset. Where That's not raining. Not only do the picking places see this, but also our friendly trash fish. <laughs> Which swims around, swims around aimlessly in the factory. Yeah. Okay. Um, this week, 3D printing speed up. We have a video that we'll be doing next week, but this week, speed up only. Here we go. Cool. 3D Hangouts every single Wednesday with No and Pedro. Here we go, Lady Ada. Um, nee, 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 we're going to nee, do nee. this thing before we do it. Unicode's code. That's the code. Unicode. Ready? Yep. All right. So, uh, what's new this week? We got a lot of stuff. We got 15 new products. We've got this, the MCP9600. It's an I2C 
thermal couple uh, breakout. I have a guide coming soon, some demos. Basically, if you have a K-type or J-type or whatnot, thermocouple and you want to read it from a microcontroller, we have a bunch of thermocouple reader boards, um, but they all use SPI and there's one that does analog. This one does I2C, which makes it kind of unique. It's a little bit more expensive, but uh, if you want I2C and sometimes you really just don't want to use all the pins for SPI, this is one of the few I2C uh, thermocouple sensors. Uh, we've got a library for it in Arduino and CircuitPython coming soon. We now have an assembled version of this, our prop maker wing, uh, which would be great for making a light-up uh, compressible katana if, uh, from the previous uh, video. But uh, the prop maker wing adds uh, a uh, high-powered RGB LED driver, uh, audio amplifier, um, a NeoPixel driver with level shifting, accelerometer, basically designed for making props uh, connected to your CircuitPython or Arduino board. And now we have it fully assembled because there's some prop makers who are like, well, I like the plug and play NeoPixels and you know, the plug and play um, audio amplifier, but I don't want to do any soldering. So this one is solder free. It comes to you with solder already on it. You have some examples of some of the stuff it can do as well. Yes. So it does a bunch. Yes, it's a demo. You can see it's driving a three watt LED or five watt LED. It's got a button input. It's got a speaker playing a sound. And it's got uh, NeoPixels being driven. So it's great for a little prop, just plug it onto your featherwing. And we've got a bunch of projects as well. Okay. We'll go through these pretty quick. Yeah, a lot of Yeah, these. we have a, a wide range of these plug adapters. And basically, they're a way to panel mount really easily. They have uh, various USB connectors on either side, and I'll show them on the overhead. And they panel mount really easily. And what's nice about them is you just have to drill a round hole. Because other panel mount stuff, sometimes you need an oval hole or a square hole or a rectangular hole. You need angles. This one, angle free. No angles. You see the angles? No angles here. It's round. <laughs> you drill a hole, I think it's like 35 millimeters or something, and you get basically every kind of different USB adapter. Yeah, I'm just going to go through Type these. B, yeah, just go through them. You get the B to A, and then you get a demo, and this we have the um, micro B, and then on the other side, there's the USB A connector. So it's kind of like an extension cord, sort of. Um, a host with micro B on the back. So other way around, for on the go. Ethernet, this one's popular always. You want to panel mount your Ethernet. Again, no rectangular holes required. Oh, and these ones have cables on them. So we have ones that are plug to plug, and then we have ones with extension cables. They're about the same price, but like, you know, you, you're stuck with the cable size you get. So you yeah, the freaky them. printer you got. We got one for that too. We got the B2B. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of Arduinos, you, you know classic Arduinos. Yeah, but also like printers and scanners. Printers and scanners. Uh, we also have, um, so we have A type, we have micro B, and I think we have USB C because those are the, the most popular ones. So I'll show these off real fast. Yeah, and then uh, we also have C. Yes. C's a little bit more expensive because it has a lot more cables. Yeah. So, so you want to show? Yeah, I'll show these a variety off. of these in the overhead. Okay. Yeah, so I'll show how these work. So basically, here's the scoop. This is what you have exposed to the outside. So it's micro B. So your device that you're connecting to, like you know your your feather wing or whatever, um, like this feather here, you have a micro B cable. You don't you can't panel mount this because it's not easy to panel mount. You panel mount this, and then here you plug in the A cable, the other side of the micro B cable. And then you can connect that cable any length you like to you know, your enclosure or whatever your wearable. And then you short, use a short cable, long cable, whatever you want to the device you're connecting. So that's why it's a host on this side, because it's kind of like 
inverse extension cable. So we have micro B. We have um, USB host, and this is the opposite. So this is if something is a USB host device, you would take a micro B to A cable. So this is like, you know, you're a Raspberry Pi, you want to st stick in a USB stick or a, a Wi-Fi dongle or something, um, you could use that. We have the chonky B type uh, used for um, classic Arduinos and such. Uh, we have the micro B to we have the micro B to micro B cable, so you don't need an extra cable. This, you know, you plug this into here, and then you have the extension over there. Ditto, uh, plug this into your Arduino or printer, and then you have this exposed. Um, and of course, everybody's favorite eight wire Cat five. And this is the demo showing. I'll show you how to attach. This is the USB C cable, so it's got you know USB C, and it's reversible either way. Um, so this plastic is translucent so you can see through it, so you can see how it attaches. And this is actually kind of a slightly larger hole than necessary. Um, but you drill a round hole, or if you have a laser cutter, you can uh, put notches and that'll keep it from rotating, but not nearly necessary. And then this comes with these big, easy to use threads and uh, the locking mount. Um, you can also add an O-ring if you like. And on the other side, you slide this through and then you thread it on, and Bob's your uncle, or Janice is your aunt, whatever you like. And then you can straighten this, tighten it, and you've got panel mounting. You can see it can be quite thick, I think maybe like a half an inch or so, um, but check the specs, and uh, very solid, really nice panel mount. I like these because the ones we have, they're good, but they require a rectangular hole. What I like about these is that almost anyone can uh, drill a hole into any material. And so we got wide range. Okay, next up. We got quad wings. You need more wings? Quad wings. You have one feather and three wings. We have them in two different setups. We have this setup, the quad two by two which has two on one side and then two by the other. And we have the four by, and that's four in a row. So we have, I've showed a little demo on the overhead, real fast, of a, um, of a feather. You've got your feather and four, your airlift feather wing, your sensor feather from analog devices, and then an OLED display showing it's taking the temperature and sending it to Adafruit IO. So you even have some prototyping space on the bottom. Quad wing. Ditto with this, and it, you know you can have it be like side to side, so it's about the same size almost, a little thinner, a little longer. Pick which one you want, kind of the same thing, but this one, of course, it doesn't, because I had to put the wires through this way, it only have prototyping area over here, but maybe that's okay, maybe you prefer this one. We have both. All right. Still moving along. Flexible e-ink, we put the 2.13 inch a couple weeks ago, and um, we warn people a lot that these are flexible. They're flexible, but you can't flex them a lot. Um, they will break. You can like, kind of flex them and put them into uh, orientation, but it's not like you can constantly bend them. They will eventually uh, crack. Uh, that said, it's a flexible e-ink, and it's at a very reasonable price. Um, so this video, just to warn you, it's... it's Super fun, but it's on loop. Only do it it's once. It's a loop, Only right? Do it once. Don't it, do it this many times. Yeah, you can't do this forever. <laughs> you, see, you do it once, and this is just a loop. If you did this forever, you know, if you did this a couple of times, you, you would eventually break it. Um, so I can show it on the overhead real fast. And then, yeah, it's flexible. 
And uh, you can't flex it while it's updating, but you can see, here you go. This is update time, and then you can um, I'll remove this. And then again, it's e-ink, so you know even without power, and then it's flexible. It's kind of translucent. I don't know if you could shine light through it, probably not, but it is bendable, so you can make like a bracelet some sort if you like, or if you want it to you know, uh, mount onto something that is slightly curved, this is where you would use it. It can't be Let's flexed. Let's see if light can go through it. I got mine. You got a thing? Eh, not really. Not, not so time. much. Yeah, I thought maybe it would be like a mask, but um, but yeah, we have these in two sizes. Um, and because it's flexible, we don't have a backing, so instead use this e-ink friend, e-ink friend, so you can attach uh, okay. the display and use it. It's kind of small. All right. The star of the show, besides the community, our employees, and you, Lady Ada, is this. Yay, it's the Airlift Featherwing. You've been wanting it, and here it is on the quad featherwings. You, you want to see what that looks like. Um, it's a Airlift board. So this is an ESP32 Wi-Fi coprocessor. And it's a really great pairing for pretty much any microcontroller board. It runs even on the uh, Arduino 328s. Um, it's using a slight modification of Arduino's Nina firmware, which is awesome and amazing. I'm so glad that they published it. Um, it lets you do secure Wi-Fi over SPI, very fast, very reliable. Um, it has all these root certificates burned into it, so you can do SSL connectivity uh, very easily without having to worry about certificates. They're already uh, built into the device. Um, and yeah, you use uh, MISO mostly S-Clock as well as uh, ESP Busy, Reset, and Chip Select. So you need six pins total, so it's quite a few, but it lets you add Wi-Fi uh, quite easily and quite powerfully to any of the boards. And now it works with the Feather line as well. We had a breakout version, and now we have the Feather version. Uh, we tested it with CircuitPython and Arduino. Works perfectly with both. Um, so yeah, people have been wanting you know, a Wi-Fi for their Feather M4, or they have an Ada logger, and they want to add Wi-Fi to it. Here you go, we finally have something. I like this because it's like, look, you want to write something like Python, fine, okay, but I want to get online. All right, here you go. But I'm going to okay, now I want this analog device's sensor. All right, but you know, I really want to display something. Okay. You got it all. It's all there. And you can plug and play whatever you like. Um, we'll also be making some feathers in the future that have airlift built into them. But for now, the feather airlift wing is, is what we have works well. For um, Arduino usage, we you can use it with the, at Mega 328, 324. It's kind of minimal. You don't have a lot of RAM, so you're not going to be able to do complicated stuff. Uh, you can do like basic connectivity. And if you want to use it with CircuitPython, you need to use an M4. An M0 is actually not going to have enough RAM. You need a lot of RAM to um, do Wi-Fi stuff. That's new products. And that's new products. You want to zip through them real fast? You're going to do a recap. That's your job. New, 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 new. Recap time. We have an I2C thermocouple. Uh, reader, it uh, can read any kind of thermocouple and over I2C. Handy. We have an assembled version of our popular uh, prop maker feather wing. It adds all these extras to your feather. Uh, RGB LED, NeoPixel, audio amplifier, accelerometer. Uh, now comes fully assembled. Does all this stuff too. Look at all this stuff it does. Press the button. You want this. LED turns Neo. on. Flywall LED, NeoPixel, speaker. We have these panel mount plugs that have uh, mini USB or you know USB B type, USB C, USB A, USB micro, and on the other end is a USB A host so you can plug a, any cable you like into your device. Um, 
So, and this is the host version that goes the other way. It's for when you want on the go, USB. You also have ethernet, popular, and cable versions of these. So this version is ethernet or USB B type or USB C type. If you're um, your HP Scanjet. Uh, and these, uh, this is micro B, and these are all available with cable. So we have some with cable, some that are plugs. Uh, if you want all in one, the cable, but you don't get to change the cable length. And the plugs, you can plug in any cable you like. If you have a collection of feathers, you want to plug them all in, uh, get the quad wing. Uh, you get either two by two style, where they are in a two by two grid, or you can get the four in a row style. It's kind of like our doubler and tripler, uh, where they line up all next to each other, whichever you like. Same price, one has a little prototyping area, one has some nicer silkscreen. The 2.9-inch e-ink is a flexible e-ink display. You can uh, flex it, not a ton, but you can. Uh, it's one of the few uh, reasonably cost e-ink displays that you can uh, twist and move. Uh, just don't do this a lot, because not forever. And the Airlift Featherwing adds uh, Airlift Secure Wi-Fi to any of your Feather devices. You plug it in and over SPI, you can get secure SSL Wi-Fi with all certificates burned in already. Works with Arduino and CircuitPython. That's it. Do, 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 do. Okay, well, whatever is in stock right now, um, use this code. Get 10% off on checkout. Don't forget all this free stuff, too. Free, 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 free. Um, let's do a quick top secret. Quickie. From the Adafruit Vault. What is this? Oh, I was, um, I really like the high-res monochrome e-ink displays. And so I thought of making a bonnet, because I've seen there's uh, e-ink, like, fats and bonds, but they don't use this high-res display. So I was thinking of doing one and adding, you know, buttons on the side and a stemma connector so you can, like, plug in sensors and stuff, because I think e-ink is pretty cool. Back in the vault. Back in the vault with you. Okay, we're gonna answer some questions. We're gonna give away something. We're gonna get out of here. We're gonna like tonight. That's yeah. Fine. Well, we had a, we had a really good show yep. tell. It's kind of it's kind of worth it. You want to go to adafruit.it/discord. That's where you ask your questions, and that's where we answer them. Um, and thank you to the community who is answering questions while we were doing the show. I know. Thank there you. There was some um, questions about uh, how to make ringtone or how to make the little tones that we want to do. Okay. Uh, JP did that. Um, will we ever have an airlift that supports uh, B BLE? It does have BLE, but also you can't use both BLE and Wi-Fi at the same time. You have to boot it into one or the other. Um, I think maybe eventually. I know that Arduino has BLE support, but uh, I think if we did it in CircuitPython, we'd want to make it compatible with our BLE library, and so I don't have an ETA on that. Okay. If you want to do it, we will totally happily take pull requests. On the new airlift Featherwing, the pins labeled A0, A1, A2, and A3, actually connected to the ESP32? If so, which pins? No, only the ones that are named like ESPCS and stuff. And check out the pinouts on the guide. We Actually, right after the show, we published a guide. Uh, it'll tell you what pins are available. And there's a couple optional pins as well. All right. Is there any e-ink that has backlight? You know, there's front light, but you can't backlight it because as you saw, it's opaque. Yeah. So there's front lighting, but not uh, backlighting. Okay. Uh, let me see if there's any more. What I think I'm going to do is I'm going to start to load up the question or the trivia question thing. So while we're wrapping up any questions, yeah, um, what do you want to give away tonight? I'm going to give away an airlift featherwing. Whoa, that's a great deal. Well, most people have feathers. I think I think it's yeah. a good. What are the rules? Rules are if you've won something before, um, 
can't win again, only one winner per my lifetime. The first person to call the phone, it's gonna ring twice. I'm gonna pick it up, I'm gonna say ahoy ahoy. And then you're gonna say hello. And then I say, what's your name? And where you're calling from? And if you can answer those two questions, you can do all those things and answer those two questions, you're gonna win an airlift feather wing. Yeah. And then maybe you can tell us a part you're working on or you want to work on. So call this phone number. So all I have to do is call that number? All I have to do is call this number. It's pretty easy. It's going to ring twice. And it's going to, I'm going to pick it up after it rings. And then I'm going to say, ahoy, ahoy. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to say, uh, hello. Maybe. Yeah, that's your plan. Look, I, you know what? Everyone's got a plan to their punch in the face. That's what Mike Tyson said to Mike Tyson quote. It's true. Okay. Call this number. Well, let's see who calls. Spock has. Yeah, this is where the phone say. is. Da 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 da. Badger, 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 badger. But this is. Oh, it's ringing. It's ringing once. Right. Will it ring twice? Yes. Ahoy, ahoy. Hey, Coding Pro. Hey, Coding Pro. Well, congratulations. You were able to call the phone number. What's your name and where you're calling from? I guess it's Coding Pro. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from San Francisco, okay. California. Well, congratulations, Coding Pro. You're going to get a free airlift feather wing. Yay. All you have to do is Yay, email. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Email. I'll send you a digital sticker, too. Email support at adafruit.com and say hey, or uh, have an adult do that if you're under 13. And have an adult, uh, or you, uh, email and say, hey, I want a product number 4264, and um, give them your name and address, and they will ship it to you immediately. That's what Code cool. working on. Yeah, what are you working on? Well, I mean, you're working on your bot, but what else are you working on? Um, recently, I have been uh, exploring YouTube, and live streams on YouTube and uh, seeing how I could live stream for 24 hours and stuff. You should do that. And you should do that. You're young. You can you can get away with that. I can't do that. I can't even stay up. Yeah. Like, Please loving. make a weekly electronic show. Yeah. Ask Ma it for a friend. Make a weekly electronic show. Okay. Phil asks. Yeah. Right, well, uh, congratulations. Yeah, don't forget to email support at adafruit.com to get your free stuff. And thank you for calling in Coding Pro. It was a pleasure seeing you on the show and tell. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, success. Well, uh, that was our show for this week. Yay! Thanks, everybody. We'll be here next week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time for Show and Tell, 8 p.m. Ask an Engineer. Don't forget the code is Unicode up until 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time or until I remember to turn off the code. Special thanks to all of our Adafruit team members, Jesse May in our Slack chat. Thank you, Jesse May. All of the Adafruit team members. Thanks everybody who's answering in, questions. In the Discord chat, all the community helpers and more. We very much appreciate it. All of the customers out there that keep this thing going. We remain a venture capital-free, loan-free company that does open source factory here in New York City. I'm gonna I'm gonna get Will actually, but I'm just gonna do it anyways. Yeah. So when we were making phonas, um, I re I had read when, like we still make phonas, but yeah, like yeah. when we were in like peak phono production. Um, Motorola was assembling some phones in the U.S. Yeah. We weren't making phones. And so I had said, I think we're the only phone manufacturer in the U.S. Yes. And, and we kind of were. No one, no one was. Nobody like, said no. Someone was like, well, you know, actually Motorola does. But I'm like, no, they're just assembling them. We're doing a little bit more here. Yeah. We're, putting the, we're actually, you know, the, the, the parts are melting on the circuit board. A little bit more than just like we put a case in something and, you know, put four screws. 
I think right now we're the only U.S. United States game handheld game console manufacturer. So they like five hundred of these today. Yeah, we had a lot of sign up for the Pi Gamer. Yeah, like um, we're, we're doing stuff. What do you think is right that here, true? Right here in New York City, and I know I'm going to get some like dude on Twitter, but I really like this small, you know, crystallized moment in time. I don't know any maybe, other game. Maybe one day everyone will be making game consoles here in these United States. But right now, I think it is just us. I think so, too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's so that good. Cool. Definitely the only open source console maker. It's kind of cool. That's All right. Cool. So thank you, everybody. We'll see everybody next week. Here is your moment of Xenar. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Thank you.